We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hawks in Madison Square Garden up in Gotham to take on the Knicks. Then they'll head to Brooklyn on Friday. Certainly lots of storylines going on for the Hawks. Probably a lot of storylines they don't really want to hear about and get into very much, but Let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Atlanta's Ford dealer. Let's talk to our buddy Pat Benson. He covers the Hawks for Sports Illustrated. SI.com is where you can check out all of his work and follow Pat on Twitter at Pat underscore Benson underscore Junior. Pat, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes here tonight. Hey, John, thank you for having me. The pleasure is always mine. Well, I'll tell you what's not pleasurable right now. I've got a feeling that Tony Ressler is probably pulling out his hair right now, thinking about all of this drama. You talk about all of the things that the Hawks did not need going into this season. I got a feeling he's got to be immensely frustrated right now by on-the-court stuff, off-the-court stuff, just this start in just a couple of months for the Atlanta Hawks thus far. Yeah, it's been a miserable season, and uh, it's somehow worse than last year. Obviously, last year they came in, sky-high expectations, but – due to injuries, COVID, and everything else, it just didn't materialize. But at least that that team last year was fun, and they put up a lot of points. This team this, team this year, it's, the shoe's on the other foot. They're having trouble scoring, and they're not getting along. So, yeah, it's been a miserable start to the season. Despite being at fourth in the Eastern Conference, uh, everybody's at each other's throats. Pat, is there a, a concern that, you know, Trey Young has obviously had plenty of struggles shooting the basketball this year. But I'm starting to wonder, you know, everybody was kind of like, well, it's an adjustment with Murray and off ball and this, any other. Are we sure that this off the court stuff isn't more problematic for the way Trey is playing than simply by saying that he's trying to adjust with DeJounte Murray and, you know, learning to play a little bit differently in the game? Yeah, I'm more concerned about what's going on in the locker room than I am Trey's shooting slump. He's going to bounce back out of it eventually. He's shooting the worst uh, outside uh, shooting splits of his career. He's under 30% uh, from three-point. And I believe that could be playing into some of the frustrations. But either way, uh, I'm more concerned about the locker room and the cohesion right now and the relationship between Trey and Nate McMillan. Pat Benson joining us on the WaitFor.com hotline covers the Hawks for Sports Illustrated. Pat, obviously right now, this is – I've talked about starting with the game before – the day before Thanksgiving, 19 games, starting with the Sacramento Kings, 19 games until the end of the calendar year with the Lakers before when the New Year starts, you're heading on the road to the West Coast and this, that, and the other. And I thought, okay, 13-6, and six, you have a lot of teams that are not very good in the Eastern and Western Conference you're going to play. Some good teams mixed in there. It's 3-4 and four thus far before we get into tonight's action against the Knicks. My thing is, it feels like that when you look – I think of the NBA in blocks and blurps and stuff like that. This feels like a part of the schedule that they really have to take advantage of 
because it really doesn't get easier starting into 2023's calendar year, and it feels like we're really not taking advantage. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Do you have any of that just yet? Yeah, absolutely. And they've already lost some games they shouldn't have lost. If you look back at um, Houston, at Miami, Oklahoma City, and over the uh, past uh, Throughout most of November, they've gotten in the habit of blowing double-digit leads. Some of those aforementioned teams, they lost a double-digit lead, too. So, yeah, it's very frustrating. They should have been taking advantage of these uh, some of this easier stretch. And uh, now things are about to pick up. They've got a uh, nice long road trip that's coming up here in the next uh, uh, stretch of December. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely been a missed opportunity. But like you said, the NBA season, it works in chunks. It's a marathon, so you know they could pick up wins at other points, but obviously a missed opportunity right now. What do you think, Pat? You know, we just you just mentioned about you know they've blown a handful of double-digit leads late in games against some good teams, against some bad teams. But if you look at the metrics, they're better defensively all the way around. Um, they're certainly better than they were last year. I mean, from shooting percentage, three-point defense, things like that. What do you think has been the biggest issue for why they've blown these many leads when I guess technically they are playing better defensively than they did a year ago? That's an excellent point. They rank eighth in defensive rating and they hold opponents to the third lowest three point percentage in the league. So it doesn't really add up. You know, it'd be different if they had a faulty defense or they were letting teams score a will from outside, but that's not the case. So you know, I'm not exactly sure where the blame should be allocated. Should it go to Trey Young? Should it go to Nate McMillan? I don't know. Y'all's guess is as good as mine. And to be honest, I don't think the Hawks and I don't think uh, the front office knows what the answer is either. So uh, I'm not sure, but they're going to have to figure it out eventually because right now things are getting ugly. Hawks reporter from Sports Illustrated, Pat Benson, joining us on the WaitForIt.com hotline. How important has DeJounte Murray been? I mean, look, everybody knew he was going to be a vital piece and he was going to be a big part of what they want to do. But i got to tell you, Pat, there are several games that I've watched and I'm thinking to myself, if they didn't have Murray, they would have lost some of these games last year that they have won. How vital has he been for at least keeping this thing on track this far early on? Oh, absolutely. He's been huge. 22 points per game. He's getting about five or six rebounds and assists per game. But more importantly, he's changed the mindset on defense. He he helps clean things up on perimeter, which was leaky last year. So, yeah, I mean, he's easily been the most valuable player this season so far. And I have to go out of my way to say that the unsung hero has been Clint Capella. You know, he has uh, increased his production this season as well, and uh, he's quietly been a huge part of uh, what success the Hawks have had on the floor this year. You know, Pat, when when the Hawks say that, you know, this guy will be back in a week or this guy will be back in a couple of weeks, that usually seems to be code for he'll be back in six months, it seems like. Um, <laughs> you know, obviously Collins, Hunter, you know, how concerning is it? I mean, I guess it's good that it's early, you know, and, and you got plenty of season left, but 
I do start to get concerned when I hear about that, oh, he'll be back in a couple of weeks. Again, that's usually two months for, for a Hawks player. I, I, you know, this was my concern going into the season is those two guys staying healthy, and here we are, you know, a quarter of the way through the season, and we're already battling injuries. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you can't really take the Hawks at their word when they, they get, lay out these initial timelines for injury recoveries. I've covered the team for a couple years now, and it's just rarely accurate that those timelines actually uh, work out. So that'd be one, and then that'd be one thing. And then to your second point, yeah, Atlanta absolutely needs both John Collins and DeAndre Hunter. This team doesn't have much depth. They went out of their way to wiggle under the luxury tax right at the beginning of the season. So right now you're seeing guys, you know, two-way players like Trent Forrest getting big-time minutes. And uh, uh, rookies, thank goodness, A.J. Griffin has stepped up, and he's been such a pleasant surprise this season because really they're just having to uh, call on everybody just to build the team some nights. Pat, you just mentioned about the luxury tax. I know you wrote an article about the idea that this – this, and, and I think people have to remember, when Tony Ressler said they're willing to go in the luxury tax, he also said if it makes sense. And yeah. right now at 13 and 11, I mean, this that's why this whole off-the-court drama stuff. You're 13 and 11. You're trying to have a bounce-back season. You're $1.8 million away from the luxury tax. Most likely they're going to be in it next year no matter what they do because Trey's going up to $40 million a year. It, just, it makes me wonder about if, if, they, if, they're getting, if they get toward about the halfway point, which will be early in 2023, and mm-hmm. this thing is not on track, how likely do you think either a coach, a general manager, a big trade, something is going to have to give for Tony Ressler if this thing isn't staying on track, I think, about halfway through the season? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if it just falls apart, then I think the first person to go would be Nate McMillan. Uh, this falling out with Trey Young has been brutal. And then uh, some former NBA players came out recently, Matt Barnes and Jelani McCoy, and they just really unloaded on Nate McMillan and had nothing but negative things to say about him. I was taken aback. So, um, you know, I think he would be the first fall guy. And then from there, probably roster moves. I think the front office is safe. I think that Tony Ressler has a lot of trust in Travis Schlink and in um, Landry Fields. But right now, uh, Nate McMillan's seat has, his temperature has increased exponentially just over the past few weeks. So um, I would say coaching change would be the first thing. And then, of course, uh, I would like to see them make a big move at the trade deadline and hopefully, you know, add another piece. But I don't see why they would do that if the team is faltering or if the team is fighting. So if, Pat, the team is in pretty good standing, um, as I just mentioned, they're $1.8 million from the luxury tax. So if you are making any kind of, of trade and, and adding on any salary, I mean, you're, you're jumping into that pool. And I, I just, you know, with the NBA, once you start to get into those waters – Feels like until you yeah. just gut your team, it's tough to get out of that water if you're if you're trying to stay competitive at all. And I just I wonder how how much do you think that they are willing to jump their feet into the pool, and how deep do you think they are willing to go this year, assuming things do start to go well for the Hawks? You know, I'll take uh, Tony Wrestler at his word that he would be willing to go into it under you know the right circumstances if it made sense. 
So, yeah, I think they would go into the luxury tax. I believe them, you know, if the team is in the position to win. But right now they are far from that. So I don't think that's really going to force his hand anytime soon. If they turn things around, then, yeah, they then they'll probably take that step. And they'll have to. Every championship, uh, modern championship team is in the luxury tax. And all the playoff contending teams, they're in the luxury tax. That's just part of doing business. And Tony Wrestler can't afford it. So fans shouldn't be worried about pinching pennies for him. Hawks reporter Pat Benson joining us from Sports Illustrated on the WaitFor.com hotline. You know, they are fourth, but that feels like a lot of fool's gold right now. You know, the Eastern Con- – I mean, listen, Boston's on a different stratosphere. I still think Milwaukee's right there in the mix for, for top teams in the NBA. But it really feels like even though we're talking about a team that's in, in fourth in the Eastern Conference – it does feel like there's a lot of fool's gold with where that is right now. Yeah, absolutely. We're less than 25 games in right now, and some of the more impressive wins have come against teams that were injured up. Like if you look back at that Milwaukee Bucks win, I know everybody was excited about. But, you know, right now uh, you got to be looking at the product that's on the court, not on the standings. It's way too early to really take much um, uh, solace in where you're at in the standings. So, um We'll talk around the trade deadline. You know, then you can start, you know, having a sizable uh, sample size and be like, okay, well, we know who we are. Right now, it's still too early. They haven't played a lot of teams, so no, I wouldn't get too excited about being at fourth in the Eastern Conference, and I'm sure they're not either. Last question, Pat: Has AJ Griffin played more than you thought he would this year? I mean, I'm not sure what I knew his role was going to be, but. It feels like he's been pressed into duty and maybe because of a lack of bodies, Nate's had to play him more than he probably expected. Oh, by far. He's far exceeded my expectations. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I wrote an article uh, back in November. A.J. Griffin had already played more minutes in his rookie season than Jalen Johnson did the previous season. So I thought that was incredible. And more importantly, he's been playing, he's been playing well. He still makes some rookie mistakes. Uh, he's still working pro- uh, working process on defense, but he can shoot the lights out, and I think he has a shot at being, you know, all making one of the all rookie teams. And uh, I, I really like him. I like that he's a coach's son, and uh, you know, you hear nothing but glowing reviews from everybody around him. So he's been maybe one of the best uh, best parts of this season so far. At Pat underscore Benson underscore Junior. He covers Atlanta Hawks for Sports Illustrated. Check out all of his work at SI.com. And Pat, join me here on the WaitFord.com hotline. Pat, as always, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for a few minutes tonight. We'll talk again here as we roll right through this season. Sounds great, buddy. Keep up the great work. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.